walk from there, I went in, in the other section, and there's Rick behind the bar. <laughs> Drink up, be merry, welcome to the China Club. A tang a tang tang, a tang a tang tang tang. Rick, you know, being Rick. Come on, better show me a titties. I'm Rick James. Do something. Mm. Mm. I wish I had more hands so I could give those titties four thumbs down. <laughs> I ain't realized how high he was. Next thing you know, he's like, Sean Murphy! What's up, partner? Darkness, everybody. Dark, everyone. Darkness is spreading. I'm behind the bar and I'm serving drinks and Charlie bends over. I call. I said, Charlie, come here. Charlie, there's a new joke going around. Have you heard it? What is the five fingers? Say to the face. What? Stop. He's hurt. Third and long, Prescott runs it up the middle. 15, 10, 5, diving to the wall. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Elite detectives on the case, and Furman. It's a racist, it's a racist name. Furman. Sam was either Vera, German, Furman, German, Sam Lopez. I'm sorry, sir, but he probably see his nigga laugh with a name like that. I can't comment. I bet you can't. But as a person that says nigga a lot, trust me. That nigga says nigga all the time. Avengers! Assemble. Welcome back. It's the Zero to 100 podcast. I'm your host, William C. Walker Jr. And as you could tell from the open, I am very happy to have my computer back and uh, was able to do my opens like I like to, which is just always fun. Uh, it takes me down a, a hilarious rabbit hole when I'm trying to compile something that goes with the episode. So it's the season premiere of uh, season four. And in this episode, I'm joined by my sister, Kenya, my brothers, Corey and Ricky, and my very good friend, Christina. And if you couldn't tell from that opening, we share our thoughts on the slap that Will Smith uh, gave Chris Rock on the Oscars. Uh, and this, you know, it happened last week, um, but we uh, we recorded this like actually the, the Monday after the Oscars, the very next day. So, uh, our opinions were hot and it was fresh off the press at that point like it's real old now i think everybody's finally starting to move on but uh you know so a lot of has happened since then but you know it was a it was this conversation that we had on monday uh, about it and uh I, you know i shared my thoughts later in the episode on what i think of, of what's going down after the, the fact and a fair warning <laughs> parental advisory is advised for this one because i played an unedited version of the confrontation um also as you can tell from the Chappelle clip that i included in the open yeah i say that i say nigga a lot so <laughs> 
<laughs> just gonna be a lot in this episode and then later uh, i'll be back on to share my my feelings uh of what you know are they the same of how i felt on monday or is it different uh you know also that same night we did talk the batman uh, i was going to include a piece of it in this you know of our review in that uh in this episode but i figured you know what it's too much and too good to just go ahead and and put it in its own separate so that second episode will be coming out very quickly and uh it'll be our review of the batman which was a lot of fun but happy to be back happy to have my laptop back and i hope you enjoy this new episode it's the zero to 100 podcast what did the five fingers say to the face slap <laughs> let's go It's the Zero to 100 podcast, and we're back. Got a lot to talk about. Thought I was going to talk about one thing. Then Will Smith lost his freaking mind at the Oscars, <laughs> and he totally changed the subject matter. So <laughs> let me get a quick round about, because I just want to see wh- whose side people are on or what were your initial thoughts. Um, it's very, or actually, let me ask you this. Did you actually see it live or were you alerted to it and then you went back and saw it? Christina. I saw it live. Kenya. I was alerted to it at 4 a.m. Got up, watched it 17 times. (laughs) I did not see it live. And Ricky. Uh, I didn't see it live. I just opened up Instagram and saw the still photos. And I was like, what the F? And then I found the video. So I was watching it on a delay and Christina ended up texting me and was like, yo, the Will Smith just punched Chris Rock. And I'm sitting there like, what the heck? I was, I was like, I thought he, I was like, well, clearly Will Smith won the Oscar because I was so behind and so I ended up fast forwarding through stuff. And then when I got to it, I was like, oh, snap. And it was like, it was so blurred out. And I'm going to play, let me just play uh, this one clip yes. I found of it. Oh, hold on a sec. I'm going to play this one clip I found of it. I think it's edited, but we'll see. <laughs> The feed goes silent, and so does the audio. I was looking for the whole thing. Um, I'll try to find the full clip of it. But yeah, find the clip on the Guardian. It is uncut with the curses and everything. Oh yeah, I'll look for it because it was like, all right. So let me get your initial reaction to it. Like, what was like? What was your initial reaction to it, Corey? I was like. So I, I found out about it because I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast and the title of his most recent episode was uh, Will Smith Slap with Jimmy Kimmel. So I was like, Will Smith Slap Jimmy Kimmel? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he had uh, Jimmy Kimmel on uh, his podcast to talk about the slap. And so then, you know, when I saw that, I went and looked on the internet and, and I saw the, the the uncut thing and I was just like, that joke, it, it didn't even warrant all of that. So I was like immediately just like, yo, that's crazy. And 
like for him to just you know snap over that joke is just you know what I mean like it, it it really just had me on some like you know uh niggas really know I guess who who they want to be tough with or whatever you know what I mean mm-hmm. because uh, I'm just like you you sat up there and looked like you was about to cry on Red Table Talk because your wife was boning your son's friend, but a nigga <laughs> made a, a a a very you know light uh, joke about her hair, and all of a sudden now you, Mister Tough Guy, want to be talking about keep my name wife out your effing mouth. Like August Alcina had a whole lot more than your wife's name in his mouth, and I ain't you know what I mean? like, where, where was that? Where was all of that for August Alcina? This this nigga sitting up on red table talk about to cry over some entanglements. Like, so, so I, found, I found the uncensored cut of it. So this is Will, uh, this is Chris Rock, and this is where it is, and we, we can watch this and we can comment about it. Job tonight, Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win! <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. No! I'm going to, okay? Wow. <laughs> I can, oh, okay. I'm going to stop it right there because when Chris Rock was like, boy, I could, I could, and, and I know what was going through his mind. What was going through his mind was, nigga, <laughs> I know you not. Sitting there, do you know the amount of ammunition that I have? If you upset off of that joke, nigga, I could do a whole Netflix special simply based on you if you upset about that one joke. And you I gotta just, stop saying the N-word. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> d- I should have gave fair warning. You're gonna hear nigga a lot. Because <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> I was sitting there saying this like when I saw it, I was sitting there like, no, this nigga did. I was like, I know, because I was like, I put myself there and I have a I have a temper. I've definitely calmed down as I've gotten older. I do not react the same way. And you can credit my wife for that. But when I was watching that and I said to Schley, I said, he burned me. I was like, Chris Rock displayed a Christ-like level of restraint because if a dude come up to me and pimp slap me on live TV in front of millions Mm -hmm. of people and then go ahead on Destiny to turn his back like he could just walk away, dog, we still be on that stage. We was, (laughs) they would have had to get some civil rights fire hoses on me to separate me from this dude because I still be stomping him. 
I'd still be stomping them. And I just can't. I lost all respect. Not a little bit of respect for Will Smith. I lost all respect for this dude. Because if you saw the clip, he was sitting there laughing. He was laughing at the joke, which wasn't even a funny joke like that. It wasn't that funny. But he was sitting there laughing at it. And then she wasn't laughing. It was like he turned and saw she wasn't laughing. Oh, oh no, she's not laughing. Oh, oh, now she upset. Oh, I got to say face. I got to say face because now she upset. So now I got to do something. Let me go up here and suck. Dog, I was infuriated. Utterly infuriated. Uh, Rick, what was your thoughts? Um, so my initial reaction was like, dang, that nigga ain't never gonna get a job again. Um <laughs> that was my initial reaction. But see, like I went through I went through like different, I guess different reactions, different emotions or whatever, mm-hmm. to where I'm now at the point where I'm just like, you know what? Uh I don't not that I don't blame him. But I I understand and I think it should be fine. And I think I think or I hope he'll recover from it, you know, because it's like in all honesty, though. People. He tired of people talking about him and his family, like if yeah. people t- yes. like even when it was all the yes. stuff that was happening, like over the past couple of years with him and his family, I was always like, dang, why don't people shut the F up in my and business? Who cares? Like, that's him. And his marriage, that's him and his wife, that's him and his kids, that's him and they life. Live your own mother effing life. And why are you worried about what they're doing? If they want to live their life like that, let them live it. Like, that's the problem that I feel like I have with society overall in general is people feel like you have to live your life a certain type of way or do certain things. And if you don't, then it's a problem. And it's just like... I I just got to push back on that because I'm just like... Me too. It's one thing to be a celebrity and it's like, I get it, you're still a human being. But when you're doing red table talks and you like putting your entire life out there and okay. your Instagram is all about positivity and all this and that or whatever, like if if you that nigga that's like don't talk about my wife or I'm gonna hit you, be that nigga all the time. Like, but you know you what I mean? That, that's all I'm a saying. Breaking point like, though. You, yeah. I mean, I hear oh, what yeah. you're saying, and I hear that they put all their stuff out there, but it's like you get to a point where it's like. Dang, y'all really ain't got nothing else to do but talk about me and my family and my life. Like, who can, like, I'm, because I'm sorry. Because they set like, it up that way. I, it Keith doesn't Smith matter. Like, red table it, talk bro, and said he doesn't sexually. This is my thing. It doesn't matter. If that's how him and his wife want to live their life, that's how they want to live their life. Let but them live it. Like, what it got to do with you? Is it taking ways. money off your table? Is it taking food out of your mouth? It's not bothering you or affecting you in any way, shape, or form. And who cares? You know what I'm saying? No, and it's what like, I'm saying is I, I think I, 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 I agree with you, Ricky. One at a time. Go ahead, Chris. I, I agree with you, Ricky, because here's the thing, right? Yes, there are celebrities. And yes, their business is going to be out there. But just God. because they're a celebrity does not mean that they're not entitled to some privacy. For the vast majority of the time, when, we, when it came to their marriage, they didn't really talk about who's dating who it was just rumored you know it, it was just a lot of rumors and people were always constantly talking about it it wasn't until later on like a few years ago when she started talking about the red table talk when she just mentioned yeah you know we had some problems and we had some issues but they really weren't the ones that really put their information out there August Cena is the one that rat- ratted them out they wasn't going to say anything about it but a lot of, he was the one that he, he mentioned it and then 
then they had to, you know, that's what, that's what she's like, oh, I'm bringing stuff, stuff was out there before That's what I'm saying. Their stuff was out there, but their stuff wasn't out there because of them. Their stuff was out there because of other people putting rumors out there. And after one, when everybody's sitting there talking about your business, clowning you and saying this and saying that, you get to the point where you're just like, yo, enough is enough. Again, they're celebrities, so they're 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 gonna be public, but they are entitled to some private, so they are entitled to privacy just like you and I. Go and if other people are constantly talking about their relationship, like that you can't fault them for that. They they didn't they never talked about their relationship or what was going on until after people were prying and asking questions. And I actually just had this conversation with Lynette. There's plenty of celebrities out there that they never discuss who they're dating. They just happen to go to Starbucks or go with somebody and they see them holding hands or kissing and right away it's on the tabloid. They don't even have to talk about it. You have paparazzi following you. So I think in this particular case for the for the longest time they didn't say anything, and it wasn't until recently when they started talking about their stuff. Right. So I think that's one of the one that's one that's of the right. things that got Will upset. Also, too, yes, he was initially laughing, but he didn't look at his wife. I think with the camera cuts, he probably looked over at her and saw, "Oh shoot, she's really upset." And I think he's just having a little bit of an overreaction because of other things that's been going on in his life. Uh, but that still does not mean he should have put his hands on her boy. Go That's ahead, all Kenya. I say about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Kenya. Yes, um, I disagree. I feel like before dude came out, they had their stuff out there. They was talking about their open relationship before she was cheating. People were talking about how she was laying down with um what's that dead rapper name uh Tupac Tupac um, but you just said it right there on, other people on, on people but Tupac was dead by the time they got married. Oh, I can't oh, even oh, get oh, all my words out the, you know what the point I'm trying to make is before I even get because somebody's gonna cut me off the point I'm trying to make is he went up there and put his hands on another black man it's hard enough for us in the culture right now if it was Jerry Seinfeld would he have done it if it was Betty White would he have done yeah, it that's right. right what is yeah, your response right. A bully is going to be a bully to a person that they can bully. And that's what Correct. I don't like. I feel like Will Smith was a B-I-T-C-H, and that's what he did. And that's now, what he I'll, I'll agree with you on that, because if it was a white mm-hmm. person up there, I'm fairly certain he would not have reacted the same way that he did. It's yep. just that I understand. I understand, too. And I still think it was I, wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, kill him for it. It was a bad Chris decision. Chris Rock showed incredible restraint. Yeah, but see, mm-hmm. but then the other thing, though, is that it's like that I don't like is, you know, so Jada Pinkett has an issue of her hair or whatever. Right. Yeah, and it's like she's issue. been very public about it. So just like we talking about how they put their lives out there in the public, she's put her hair issues out there in the public. Well, so it's like maybe thing. some jokes you just don't make. Out here's of, here's you the know, thing. Here's the thing. That I'm going to let you say your thing. But let me on that topic, because that's the other thing. Everybody was coming out like. Well, he was defending her. He was defending her, and he shouldn't have said that because she has a condition. And here's my thing on that. I'm going to say this real quick. Alopecia is not leukemia. It's not cancer. It's not life-threatening. There was no risk of her dying from it. She has the money to deal with it. It's a cosmetic thing. It is a cosmetic thing. She still looks gorgeous. There is still ways to deal with it. But for you to sit there and equate like he was like, 
she has a medical condition. Yeah, it's it's not cancer. She's not dying. I didn't know. She's not dying. And that's all I'm gonna say. You said oh, it's everybody knew. that Chris Rock didn't know. Chris Rock didn't know because they talked to his people and he was like, he didn't know. And not everybody knew. The majority of the people that I listened to, it was like in the news and stuff, was like they didn't even know. So it's funny to me that she people like, well, she put it out there. Nigga, don't nobody fall. Not everybody follows you. Not I know and I don't follow him. I, I didn't know. know. I didn't so, know either. I that's my thing. Like, even though it's not cancer or life threatening, it's a sense. Of, shoot, I'm losing my hair, and if somebody say something, I'm. You know what I mean? And so it's like, as a woman, like I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine different. what that feels like. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through that. I'm going through that right now. Like you guys haven't seen, but I had to cut my hair because my hair just kept falling out and I would touch it and I would find, you know, a lot of strands of hair on my hands. I would take in the shower. I would just see it like just break and fall off. I would wake up in the, uh, from my bed and on my pillow and I would look and I would see hair. So like, I understand Will, like you're like, well, it's not like cancer, but it's still traumatic because at saying, least if it's cancer, you it's know it's you, you know it's cancer. But when you have alopecia, you have zero control over that, like zero. It, here's, it just here's my thoughts happens. I don't have alopecia; it's something else with me. It's my thyroid. But I'm just saying, like for a woman, for when you or, don't have control of your looks like that, it can be very traumatizing. Very. I understand that, and that's the other thing that, like, here's here's this is my problem with it. I have two main problems. I have a problem with what he did, but then I mm-hmm. have a bigger problem with the defense of it and people co-signing it. Like this dude took a bullet for her. Like he was defending his wife, nigga. You wasn't taking a bullet. You wasn't trying to stop her from getting beat upside her head. I have a bigger problem with his speech where he jumped up there and act like he he was gaslighting people. He was gaslighting that crowd. Like he said that to Richard Williams was a defender yeah. of his fi- nigga. You not Richard Williams. This let me tell Hold you because I'm like the problem. Yeah, I I, I didn't even watch his speech because I was, you know I just didn't care. Which is also kind of shows like, nigga, it don't matter what you're saying after the fact. But where's the video of Richard Williams slapping somebody in defense of Venus and Serene? Tell me about yeah. it. And, like, and, like, and he, had, and he definitely had more cause. And he had yeah. more cause because you see how yeah. he used to treat his daughters. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, where, where's that at? Where's the footage of him slapping? Uh, reporters just, for asking stupid questions. I want to I think overall, Will Smith chose the wrong time <clears throat> and place. Yeah, I think overall, I think everybody's in agreement. Like, okay, whether you understand or don't understand why he did, it, I think across the board, like at least with us here, we're not agreeing. We're not saying, oh yeah, it was okay that he hit him. It's not, not okay. Never okay. It's never okay to put your hands on somebody on national TV. You black, you hitting another person that's black. You already know white people looking at us. Now they're gonna be like, look, see, see, you see, you see. So I want to play this? part of his speech because I, I just want to get your thoughts on it. And here's some of his speech, which I just have so many issues with. Oh, I hated his was speech. a fierce defender of his family. 
In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. Making this film, I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most, the strongest, most delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. So I want to stop it there because here's my problem. What are you protecting them from? Nigga, you was making a movie. You were on a movie set. Um, as one person I heard say, what was you protecting them from? Craft services? Like, was you protecting them to make sure they got the right lunch? Like, that their coffee wasn't too hot? Like, what was you protecting them from? I'm confused. You're an actor. You are playing a role. You're not really Richard Williams. And this is my problem. This is, and this is, this is completely unrelated, but I'm going to get this out here. This is why Black Panther can't get recast. Chadwick Boseman was not Black Panther. He was an actor <laughs> playing a role. God. These are not real. <laughs> like, you're not real. You don't really do that stuff. You're not like, that's, and you sit there <laughs> complaining it like, I had to protect. Who was you protecting from, dog? What was you doing? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> You trying to make it seem like, well, it's okay. Cause here's the thing. And 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 people's like, well, like I had somebody on Twitter was coming at me and like, well, just say you wouldn't protect black women. Just say that. Nigga, first of all, you don't know me. You That's don't know funny. me from a can of paint. If somebody come out a lot, like Shalay was saying, well, somebody came with the me and was like, your wife's a fat AB. Like, okay, look, I'm gonna slap this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. Because yeah. but that's different. Because you specifically talking specifically to my wife. Yes, I will jump on you, but I won't do it in like national TV in front. Like you could have went backstage. You could have talked to him afterwards. You could confront him. Mm -hmm. You ain't had to do that. And, what if but, it was a roast? Here's the other thing: are, are comedians no longer allowed to roast people now? And that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, can you not roast people? And this and this the other thing they give me. But if somebody came up to my wife and was like, look at those pants, where you get them from a, a clown a Goodwill? Like, oh, like, ha, ha, yeah, nigga, all right. Like, okay, like you talk about her pants. Like, okay, nigga, like move on. It's just like, I, people are equating this to the defense of black women. And I totally agree, you do. But that was just a bad joke. It wasn't even that silly. Like, like little. It Ralph, wasn't even that funny. Exactly. Little Rail Howery was on Instagram Live with uh, Tiffany Cross, and he was just like, "I just look. People need to understand that these older comedians, they, you know, they just not funny, and they're just mean. And you just can't. He's not funny at all in anything. <laughs> Preach, about it. Preach about it. Preach about it. Preach about it." 
So I was sitting there like, nigga. I said, so nigga, I best, I get, I bet I never, I bet I never hear you make a joke about somebody else. Never. Like, if you making a joke about Kanye West, don't do it because that nigga suffering from mental illness. How can you make fun of somebody that's suffering from mental illness? You go. They've been making jokes about fat people for years. Tell me about. Now, it. I don't get up. Tell me about it. it. But I'm just like. Listen, everybody is the butt of somebody's jokes. Everybody, black, white, fat, gay, straight, everybody is the butt of somebody's jokes. Somebody is going to get their feelings hurt. I'm just saying. All I'm saying, and then it's like, but it's just the equating of stuff like it's false equivalency to me that's driving me crazy. And it's like people was like, and then the, the next thing people was like, well, Dave Chappelle, you better be on the lookout. And I'm sitting there like, bro, I'm sick of it. You wouldn't have did that to no Dave Chappelle. Let's just be let's just be honest about this thing. You pick and choose can, you stuff too. And you can I make up. a side comment? Um, go ahead. Yeah. Just and I don't want to get us too far off subject, but have you heard about this stuff with Dave Chappelle uh, being against this uh, affordable housing? Yeah. If this is true, like I was trying to read about it. I don't F with Dave Chappelle on that level. Actually, actually, no. See, that's the thing. The headline was making it sound like he was um, he was against it. But actually, those apartments were actually were not going to be affordable. And it was actually going to push the people who currently live in that area. It was going to push them out, which is why he said, if you put this in here, my stuff is gone. But I was very upset about those stupid headlines because I felt like they were they were just trying they were just trying to capitalize because it was right after his uh, comedy special came out. And, you know, he was already like. You can cancel me, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to stop making my jokes, whatever, whatever. So I feel like they were just like, just trying to like capitalize on that moment. Oh, like, this is another reason why you should uh, be mad at him. But if you actually read the article and the proposal, it was also going to be like um, environmental issues. I think that was the main thing. It was going to be some environmental issues with like waste and like water. It was like, he just, in his opinion, it was going to be a problem. It was was going to be a mess. Not... Yeah, it was just in that title, that headline was very misleading. Very. So I I guess like all right, we can get back to it. I'm sorry. I guess like do, right. you, do you feel like comedians like because my thought is like I was sitting there thinking about Trevor Noah hosting the Grammys next weekend. And I'm like, can he not make jokes about people that's in attendance? Because my thought is, what's to stop the next person for getting up? Like, and, and I I don't know if it's a generational thing. Because, like, you know, on Twitter, I'm seeing, like, half the people is defending Will Smith and justifying it. And then on Facebook, where I have my friend, half of them is condemning Will Smith. And I'm like, well, okay, let's just be real. Facebook is for older people. Uh, older people. <laughs> Twitter is a, a slightly younger demographic, even though the youngest demographic is on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And so I'm sitting there like, is it a generational thing? Because my thoughts on it, if that's the case... And you like his little rail, for example, like these older comedians, they just not funny. They just mean. And you you just can't say certain things. And like Tiffany Haddish came out, was like, it was beautiful. He was defending. And I'm sitting there like, okay, so let's let's just let me put this in perspective. If Wanda Sykes had did it and Wanda Sykes had made the joke instead of Chris Rock, was he gonna get up there and slap Wanda Sykes? Absolutely not. And I mean, see, so this this is my thing, right? I'm not like I think it was uh, Christina who was saying it. I'm not excusing or condoning what he did. It was dumb. I think he yeah. reacted poorly in a moment. 
I personally think Will Smith probably has some kind of like mental issues or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, As a result of it. But I 100% know that if it was a white woman or white person, even shoot, if it was mother effing Leonardo DiCaprio, he probably wouldn't have got up there and did that. Um, You know, so he wasn't going to do it if it was Wanda Sykes or Regina Hall or I guess Amy Schumer, the people that was actually hosting the joint. I think he just did it because it was Chris Rock. And it's like, after I got to do something. And I just think he reacted incredibly poorly. But see, this is my other thing, though, right? And I just, it's the whole, we all got to, like, react like and condemn. But it's like, I'm kind of in the middle of the road. Like, I see fault on both ends. I don't excuse what Will Smith did. And I I appreciate that Chris Rock didn't flip out. Because somebody else I was talking to was like, Oh well, he should have did this, or he he need to press charges and blah. And I'm like, bro, if he pressed charges, do you know how it's bad? I mean, like that would make Chris yeah. Rock look even worse to press charges. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like it is what it is. You take you told a joke, you take it on the chin, and you move on. It's like we don't. That's the problem with society now, though, is that we like overreact to this stuff, and always someone has to be accountable or someone is. It's like, yo, he just told a bad joke, he got smacked in the face, and that's the end of it. Like, let's, you know what I mean? I feel like that. Will Smith owes him an apology. That's And that was my other point I was going to get to. Because, like, when he got up there, it was all crying, his his bull, bull crap speech that I called it, because that's what it was. Um, and he's like, I apologize to the Academy and my nominees. And I'm like, nigga, you ain't going to apologize to Chris Rock? Like, that's the person you <laughs> get. And this is the problem. Like I understand what you're saying, Rick. Where it's like sometimes people be like, "Oh, you, you know, we always want consequence for some for stuff." But it's just, I, I look at the messaging behind it. I look at the messaging behind it, and it's like, what message are you saying that? Oh, it's okay for me to like respond to words with violence. And there's a problem in this country to me with escalation. If you look at our young people, they don't like you can't if. Oh, he dissed me. And now I'm glad because he dissed me and said something about me. Now I gotta hit him. But it's not even I gotta hit him. I gotta get a I gun. Gotta I gotta shoot him. Gotta get, yeah, I gotta it's, kill him. It's, it's a false equivalent because you over escalated. Yeah, because like, go ahead, Corey. So, so my thing is like, if he had stayed in, if he had stayed down there and said, keep my wife, keep my wife's name right. Like, right. if he had said exactly what he said after the slap. That would have had the exact same effect that he wanted. Like, he, he, people would have known, like, dog, that's not okay. Now, if he had said that, and Chris Rock still was like, oh, well, whatever, Will, I'm going to say whatever I want. But then it's like, okay, I, I would have been completely fine with him going up there slapping Chris Rock. Because it's like, dog, I told you, don't talk about my wife. You know what I mean? Like, man to man, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, this is the line. You step over the line, and there's going to be consequences. And so, and the fact that, like, he was chuckling then looked at her and saw her reaction, instead of going up on stage and then turning your back, walking off like like a little whatever, like, if, if you're going to be that, like, this this is my thing, I guess. If you're going to be toxic masculinity, if you're going to be that hard nigga, whatever, like, you know, don't talk about my family, be that all the time. And, and so it's like, you, like, straight up and down, you could have been like, look, you say something else about my wife, I'm going to come up there and slap and if, it, if that was how it transpired, I would have been completely fine with it. But it's like, if, if you feel that way or whatever, or you upset about all of that, 
Like, like, I, you, you need to be addressing all these Twitter trolls that's talking about you and your family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or whatever. Like, that's just my thing. I'm like, if you gonna be that, then be that. But if, if you gonna be God giving me my purpose and I'm this, you know, I love and spread love and everything and positivity and all this and that or whatever. Like, <clears throat> like, so that, that, this tells me this is who you really are. And all this positive, fake, whatever, superstar, you know what I mean? Like, we all about this and that, and our children don't believe in regular school, and we're aliens, and super, like, all of that is BS. Yes. <laughs> and you just like, a regular soft nigga in his feelings or whatever. Like, <laughs> like if you're going to be that nigga that's slapping people, slap everybody. Slap anybody. <laughs> you say something about your wife. Just, don't slap the black man. That's joking about your wife or whatever. And I don't care if you say that's a breaking point or whatever. He's been dealing with it for years. But it's like, dog, you should have drew that line years ago. You telling me I you wasn't what you're up? saying. Like, but it's just people people react poorly in some situations. People make bad decisions. I think he just made a bad decision in that moment. And it's like just to say that that moment now defines who he is is kind of ludicrous to me. Like, So, of course, that music means uh, I'm going to share, actually, the opening of my uh, our, our review of The Batman. Uh, so, it was me, Corey, and um, Ricky, and my sister Kenya, who all saw the movie, and we share our thoughts on it. Um, the full review will be in the next episode, but I just figured just to break up some of the monotony, uh, I, sh I will share what we talked about. It's just the first 10 minutes of our uh, review. Uh, so here it is, our thoughts on the Batman. And then after that, we'll get back into the uh, Will Smith uh, Oscar slap. This is the Zero to 100 podcast. To what was supposed to be the main topic. Chris, <laughs> did, you do, did you do what I told you to do when I Sir, called you? I haven't. I have not, but I have the reason for why I didn't. Ridiculous. I've been busy. My mom moved down here, and so I've been helping her oh, okay. move. And then and then three days, three or four days later, I'm not one of those. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. We saw, all of us except for Christina, saw mm -hmm. the Batman, or I, as I was calling it before, the Batman. And <laughs> let me get your letter grades. Ricky, letter grade. Bro, A plus, my guy. <laughs> That's right. Was top notch, superior. I'm just going to say also, I went back and watched The Joker again, totally unrelated. A plus. Oof. Both movies, A plus. That's the it. The Joker? The Joker. I didn't see it. I thoroughly enjoyed The Joker. F I did. You know your F brother did not like that movie. <laughs> What'd you give it? You give it a, I think you give it a D and then you change it to C. I, I gave it a, I think I, I think initially I have to go back and look at my review. I think initially I might've gave it a, a C and then I gave it a D and then the more I thought about it, 
I lowered it to a full on F. Oh, no, nah, you got to go back and watch it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get it off subject, but either way, Batman, A plus movie, top notch. <laughs> what did Zendaya say? Did she say it was bad? No, 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 no. It gets an A plus from all of us. A plus. What's your letter grade? Um, I'll give it an A. I'm not giving it an A plus. Um, it doesn't get the plus because it was three hours long. And the reason why it gets the A is because I sat through it. I didn't necessarily fall asleep. I didn't have to watch any, go through any credits to see something that happened at the end. And I liked the mystery of it. It was a good Batman movie. Corey. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I give it an A. Okay. No A plus, just an A? No, just an A. Yeah. I give it an A plus. It wow. was for That's me, good. it was good. the best Batman movie I've seen. Like absolutely, hundred percent. Not counting the animated movies, I I feel like it was the best Batman I seen. And rem, like initially, what happened was Ricky called me before I went to go see it, and I was I'm like, "Sorry, I just couldn't hold it in I anymore. Really I just anything. had to talk to somebody." And he just was flat out talking about it's a masterpiece, it's buried in the dark night. And I was like, what? And so yeah. when I saw it, like I will say this. So Kenya, you had issue with the three hour runtime. Corey, did you have issue with the three hour runtime? Mm, no, not not in the theater or whatever. I mean, there were some moments that dragged. And the more I reflect on like the end, um, I ain't like the end. I'm, I'm gonna just say that. Like, it, I, I won't get into specifics yet unless we, we're getting into specific. But the three hour runtime didn't bother me, but they definitely could have uh ended it without <laughs> the nonsense in Madison Square Garden or whatever. I know it's called Gossip Square, but whatever. Like, that, that whole all of that, um. I could nitpick it to death, but uh, so I'll just say that that's why it's an A and not an A plus, um, because like it went on too long and the end of it was uh, not satisfactory for me. Okay. For me, I think I'm an old lady, and so because I think I'm going to be fifty this year. Somebody could do the math. I think I'm going to. Yeah, be you'll 50. be fifty. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so. I can't sit through long movies. And that's why Billy is gonna holler at me. But the the that uh that end game and the one after that, the before Shut your mouth. Like, Shut your they could have all been Shut combined into one. Shut your movie. mouth. Shut your mouth. You couldn't. Long. Do you know, it, it, I, I said a, yeah, the runtime that bombed me because it, it didn't feel like three hours. But if if you know that the, I feel like they could have ended it uh when he caught the Riddler, and and that would have been like Good enough for me. Were you bothered by the runtime? Uh, I going into the movie, I thought it was disrespectful <laughs> on so many levels that they thought that someone was going to go in there and sit through a three-hour movie on his first shot, especially a Batman or DC movie that didn't look like it had a lot of action in the previews. And I was prepared to be highly upset, highly agitated, but by the end of it. I didn't want the movie to end. The three hours did not bother me. I would sit through nine hours of that movie. If You're I out your mind. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll say this. or ex, Let me ask you real quick, Chris. 
Does the three mm-hmm. hour runtime intimidate you? Do you feel like? Oh no, you're talking to someone who watches the Lord of the Rings, all three movies, okay. like it ain't nothing. Girl, so runtime. I'm about to call no, you run- after this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Runtime does not scare me. Okay. All right. So if the movie's I'll, good, the movie's good. I'll say this. Like, it's funny. The first time I seen it twice, the first time I saw it, the three hours didn't bother me at all. In fact, it was like it flew by. And it was almost like when I initially, I only checked my watch once. And it was only because it wasn't because I was bored. It was just kind of because where the story was, I was like, wait a minute. And then I said, there's a whole nother hour left on this. It's already been so much in here. And so I like, that's where I was like, that's the only time I really checked it. And I, I, it didn't bother me at all. It flew by. I didn't feel the three hours. It was just like, I, if you hadn't told me it was three hours, I wouldn't have known. The second time I saw it, I, I was feeling it a little bit. And I was like, you could, I was like, okay, yeah, y'all can shave a good. I was like, there's 30 minutes in here that y'all can cut off. If I could pick the 30 <laughs> for you, but there is 30 minutes I could shave off of this thing. Um, there was and, a whole movie I could have shaved off of that end game. You know, shut your mouth. I'll tell you right now, you better <laughs> ask him for it. I'm just saying, we just, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm just saying, look, <laughs> but. I will say it was, no, I mean, I was I so no. entertained by it. And I want to say, I'm going to give mine and then I want to get your moments. There's moments, there was a moment that it grabbed me. And I was like, this is the moment where I was like, oh, I'm in for a treat. And this is the moment, it grabbed me. And now it's got its hooks in me and I'm there. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it was the very, it was like after the initial murder, and then when you're introducing Batman and he came over with his voiceover on Halloween night and he was talking and they like the bat signal was shining in the sky. That was the moment that grabbed me because I was loving his voiceover and you saw like it was some guy sticking up a convenience store and then some people is vandalizing a, a building and then there's these dudes, this gang that's on the subway and it was like he was talking about, he's like, I can't be everywhere at once. And he's like, but and he was talking about the signal. He was like, it's not a call. It's a warning. And then you see like the criminals looking at it very similar to me, or like Batman the animated series where they see the bat signal shine in the sky. And it was like the, the look of fear and the sense of fear on the criminal's faces, like looking in the shadows, like, oh, oh ish, is the Batman there? Like, it was like, that's what I was like, it's got me. It's got me right now. <laughs> 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 I, I will say, like, yeah, the, the beginning, I, I love the theme music. And then them just staring in the shadows. And they're just like, oh, it's Batman in there. And then when he actually came out, uh, with the subway, well, you you heard him walking first, and I really like the theme or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know who did it or what yeah. it's called, but but yeah, like that. You know, I mean, you hear him just hear his footsteps and the music playing and stuff. Yeah, that that was good. So uh, go ahead, Rick. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. So I I th- like 
the scene with the Riddler right in the beginning when he kills the mayor or whatever, I'm like, okay, okay, this is interesting. That scene that you just described, I was like, nah, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because I still in my, nah, I don't think I'm going to like this movie phase. But my guy, the mother effing car chase scene. Yeah. Bro, I've never pirated a movie before, but the second time I went to go see that movie, I pirated that scene. That scene is effing phenomenal. I'll agree with you because they had the music in that joint too. So yeah, that that was uh I guess like you know what I, I might make that my ringtone though. I do love that music. But if you got that scene, send it to me. I'd like to see it. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't one scene. It was the overall mystery of it. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Mm. I think our family enjoys a good mystery. Yeah, and I like yeah. that I had to figure, like it was a whodunit. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. So that's just a tease in regards to uh, our thoughts on the Batman. Again, the full review will be in the next episode. So right now we're going to get back into the uh, Will Smith Chris Rock altercation at the Oscars last week. Um, actually, yeah, last week. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, not this past Sunday, but Sunday before. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the Zero to One Hundred podcast. Here's I just think here's the problem. That's, that's, that's reality. That is the reality. Because the thing, yeah, like, I've made poor decisions. Like I was saying this, and that's how that's the lesson I would want people to take from it is like. Sometimes you can make an impulsive decision and your life can be changed just like that, just that quick. There is people that is in like jail because they made a, an impulsive decision just that quick. And like, and, it, and so like, that's the thing that get me because it's like, I feel bad because of, I'm not the type of like, oh, like, you know, people like, oh, look at the white people that never invite us back. To this, like, yeah, they, first I, don't of all, I don't care about that. He wasn't going to invite oh, us yeah, back anymore. They look, they throw us a bow every couple of years. Like, yeah, we're we not care. coming back. Like, They're not bringing us back. <laughs> it's like they'll throw us a bow here and there, but it's like I just feel like if, if this had happened at the NAACP Image Awards, I would feel the exact same way. Yes, like, and it's you just, know what I mean? it's like, but the thing is, it's like you took away from everything, like, quest, like. Quest Love won the Oscar for that award that Chris Rock was giving away. Don't nobody even know. Don't nobody care. Because they just talking about that. Like, you, you sitting there talking about, oh, you doing it for Venus and Serena. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you won the Oscar. Nobody cares about that movie. Nobody cares about that story. They just like, did you see what Will Smith did? Like, the movie that won Because, you know, speech. that speech, he's still trying to, to spin on some, you know, my godly purposes stuff. Like, nigga, if you ain't going to apologize to Chris Rock and you feel that type of way, don't be up there on a speech talking about God's purpose and, and you defending whatever or whatever. Be like, the nigga disrespecting my wife and I'm not here for that. Like, Well, he put something on Instagram apologizing to Chris Rock and, you know, whatever, whatever. So. Okay, I ain't see that. I was like, yeah. I, I didn't see that yet. No, you know what I'm saying? I follow him on Instagram. What I saw was this nigga uh, practicing his slap hand or whatever before in some video where he waving his hand in front of the camera to like flash and change the outfit and then him and Jada uh in you know taking pictures in their outfits and the captions say something about we choose chaos and I, I don't know 
if this was before the Oscars I, or after. That was before the Oscars, and I thought that yeah, was yeah, that was. But I, okay. I was I saw his post before, and I was like, interesting. And then after what happened last night, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so I don't know. I just think they both wild. Maybe tonight was the night. There's like effort. If somebody stays something, like, <laughs> it's over. I'm just all I'm saying is. I feel like I feel bad because like that that Oscars was produced. It was the first time it was produced by a black man. And a black person, yeah. It's like I thought it was. I actually thought like it's funny because I said to Shalay going into it because one, I ain't like any of the movies. Pretty much, I was like, I like I don't even want to watch it. But I'm like, I'm gonna watch it because a black dude's producing it. They trying something different with three female hosts. I thought the host was actually funny. I thought. Amy Schumer. Well, that's good because Wanda Sykes is never funny to me. Well, yeah, Wanda Sykes still wasn't funny. Like, she was the one that fell flat. Regina Hall was funny. Yeah. Amy Schumer was hilarious. And I thought they, but I thought the show was very entertaining. I liked how they were bringing out different, uh, you know, movies that were celebrating anniversary. Yeah. Like, like it was a good together. show. Yeah, it was a good show, but don't nobody care. Like the movie that won Best Picture. Nobody could even tell you because nobody cares because the only thing they talking about was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And I just think that's crazy to me. Like you really played yourself in my opinion. Like you played yourself. And, and guess what? I was like, it's like initially at first, the only thing I was going to be mad about the Oscars was they stupid uh, trying to get fans <laughs> voting thing and the audacity that motherfucking J- Zack Snyder's Justice League won the best chair moment over Spider-Man No Way Home and Avengers Endgame. I was saying, like, what? y'all didn't lost y'all freaking mind on this nonsense. I was like, what? what? Like, what was and guess like, who else has lost their this? mind, Billy? It was, guess what? It was, guess what? what? We've lost our mind because we're supposed to be talking about the Batman. I'm sorry. I just, I got to <laughs> talk about I, This is the last thing I got to get out because it's, I feel like the Oscars was also like, we gonna show these people why we don't pick what fans want because we gonna prove a point. Because then later they came with fan favorite movie, and again Spider Man No Way Home <laughs> finished third, which I was like, third? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> then, the, Zach, the Zach Snyder heads was out on Twitter. Yes, and then it was like the second movie was some Johnny Depp movie that nobody ever even heard of. I thought Johnny Depp was canceled. I was like, he was in a movie? And I was like, he's still alive? Exactly. And then the first movie, <laughs> the first, and then the first movie that they picked for the best, the fan favorite movie of the year was Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which was one of the worst what? movies I've ever seen in my life. And I was I've like, no one even talked about that movie. No exactly. one cared about that movie's existence. I was like, Zack yeah. Snyder. What is this voting? If somebody needs to be slapped, it needs to be the people. That's <laughs> Snyder. Because that's some hot garbage. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I really appreciate y'all all jumping on. Oh, I will. Let me get your thoughts on this last thing, on the Will Smith thing. Because the Academy came out because everybody was like, why wasn't he removed? And why was it this? And you need to do stuff. And they are saying, like, they came out today and was like, they were shocked by it. They didn't know if it was real at first. Then they realized it was real. And then by that time, it was too late. He was already up accepting his award. But they were like, oh, we are looking into it. 
but we're not gonna remove his Oscar. So I will say this. Um they can't take it away and they shouldn't. Yeah. I'm not gonna as much as I just don't like them now, I'm not saying they need to take his Oscar away. And it is kind of hypocritical to me for them to be all like, we don't condone violence. But then the people went through the whole long list of uh, people that won Academy Awards like Harvey Weinstein and Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. and Roman Polanski, and Casey. Mm-hmm. The whole pedophile. And, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> get off your high horse because y'all got some terrible motherfucking people that do one stuff. And mm-hmm. so like, do, do y'all feel like he should lose his Oscar face any major consequence like that? I'm going to agree with Ricky on this one. It's been done. It's over. He's ruined the Oscars for every Black person this year. We just got to move forward. <laughs> no, wait. You know what we didn't talk about, though, was Lupita Nyong'o's face. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like, like her face was just... It's stuck it in was, a smile. It was. It was amazing. She was like, ooh. <laughs> It was, I just, I, don't, I couldn't. I feel like she had no reaction. She was just sitting there smiling. I, I just will say, I just. No, you see her eyes. Like, <laughs> I was, was like, like, it was wild. That was crazy to me. Um, but it was the, the other funny thing, though, to me was like, it's, you know, something wrong when Diddy got come out there and he got be the diplomat. Or and be the peacemaker. <laughs> <Like> yeah. That, <laughs> but it's, it's Somebody like, should slap Diddy just for being Diddy. That was, I didn't, was I didn't know about that. Uh, I, overall, wrong. though, you were asking, I don't think they should take his stuff. I think, I think it's, it, he might have trouble getting a job after this, though. That's He's what I not. Think. He probably going to get 15 more jobs after this. I think it might, it's going to be short. I think it might be like a year or two where he just lay low and then eventually he'll come back with something else. Yeah, I just think it's crazy. I just think. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think they should take his Oscar. It's like, you know, it is what it is. Chris Rock not crushing charges. Is um, and, and as far as like his employability, like all he got to do is like, you know, get some anger management or, or do red table talk or something. And, oh, you know what? I, I do want to ask y'all this because this was another theory that I heard out there and I found <clears> it very <throat> interesting because they were talking about like one guy, uh, it, it wasn't just him, it was a number of other people I was seeing say this and other people on Twitter were saying it as well. Do you feel like, because they were talking about their relationship and you know how they have an open relationship and, and, and stuff like that, even though I just found, like, because there was a clip between Will Smith and Gail King, which I found very laughable, uh, that came out way before this, where she was like, you know, you guys had this relationship and you spoke it about infidelity. And he was like, uh, there's been no infidelity. There's been Bullish. no infidelity in our relationship. There's been no surprises. And I'm like, dude, just because y'all talk about who y'all sleeping with on the side doesn't mean that it's not infidelity. It's still infidelity. Like I could, like I said to Shalita's more, I said, I could tell, I could tell you, hey, I'm going to have sex with this woman over here. Uh, I'm letting you know this now in advance. And it's like And now, that's when she should punch you in the face. Exactly. I know her like Shalay would never. Now <laughs> after like after I wake up from being slammed like hit upside the head with a frying pan or something. Then if I go do it, it's still infidelity. Like that don't change just because 
I, I let you know. I told you about it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't change what it is. Like, if I say somebody, I'm going to kill you, and then I go do it, that's like, well, it's not murder because I told you about it. Like, no, that's not, that's not how it works. So the thing is, somebody was saying they feel like, is do you think Will Smith is perhaps like an abused man in a relationship <laughs> who's being mentally who's being mentally abused and being controlled by Jada? By Jada, yeah. Because it's like he was like Jeff he was, said he thinks that Jada has some kind of secret on Will Smith that he don't want to come out. So he just let her do Because it was like he was laughing at it. Then she gave him a look like, oh, you want, oh, you think it's funny, nigga? You want to <laughs> laugh at it? You were just like, and then he, next thing you know, he, he run up to him the way to and then turn him around good. and then looking like, did I do good, Jada? Did you see what I did for you? Like, I, it's just weird to me. I definitely believe it's a buildup because this chick sat there on the thing, talk about how she had her entanglement. Then she sat there at the table and was telling Gwyneth Paltrow, he just doesn't, he wasn't sexually satisfying me. And so it's like, okay, but that's your wife putting that stuff out there, bro. Like, no, if you Could upset- you stop calling it an entanglement? Call if, it what it is. It's an affair. <laughs> if if you upset about people making fun of you, then tell your wife to stop going out there emasculating you in front of all these people. Yeah. But do you feel like there's anything to that? Like, he is dealing with- some form of possible mental abuse from Jada. I don't. I don't know if it is. If I would say it's like mental abuse, but it's clear um, that. And I guess I'll, I'll give a little understanding to Will Smith is that um, last night actions probably was not about the joke that Chris Rock made. It, it like that was years in the making. I guess his frustration yeah. or whatever. And, yeah. and he just snapped. But it's like I kind of want to excuse it because it's like he snapped. But then it's just like nah. if, if it had been a white person or a woman like like even, like if it had been a woman and he had even if he had just said like keep my name my wife's name out your effing mouth to whoever the woman was that would have been a problem. Like people mm-hmm. would have been tripping off of that, um, it, 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 but so it, it, so I think like whatever it is, it's it, you know like their open marriage. Maybe he really ain't down with it being open, and, and it's just like, well, this is what I got to do to keep my wife, but I would rather not. Like that that's that's more what it seemed like to me is that like he's frustrated with the whole situation. Her talking, you know, whatever she said about how she feel about Tupac. And then the thing with August Alcina, and I'm, uh, and then her talk about he can't satisfy her and all of this other type stuff. It, it, it's probably years of frustration that boiled over in that moment. And so I guess you can kind of understand it. But it's like, you know, if you had that frustration and all of that and stuff and it boiled over, um, I get that. But don't be trying to, like, in the moment or whatever, or, or after the fact in the, in the Oscar speech, if he had apologized to Chris Rock, or if he had, you know, just been on some, you know, like I, I just lost it in that moment. And, you know, I mean, I wish I could take it back, whatever. I apologize. Like, you know, because you you can be angry or whatever and snap. But when that anger calmed down, 
you have the clear mind to, to assess the situation. And, you know, maybe I need to go look at what he put on Instagram after. I, I, actually, it, I just looked at it. So this is what he said on Instagram. He said, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. Okay. What, what do we think about that, Will? I still think you a B nigga, and I would have <laughs> I would have been on you like I just I lost all respect for this dude because it's also it's a crafted statement. It's a crafted yeah. statement from a publicist. Very much so. I so, thought it was a good statement, but you know it is crafted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. feel like oh, bro, you I think that you can tell that Billy and I are related because I haven't even had to say anything. He said exactly what I think. And Ricky, I don't know who you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, I, I'll, I'll say his apology oh, clearly is crafted and all of that type of stuff, but I, I'll, I'll accept it or whatever. And it's like, you know, you kind of, because the thing that Chanel said to me when we were talking about it, like, it's possible that, like, you know, at home, you know, Jada is like really all in her feelings about the alopecia and maybe like they was in the, the limo ride over and she crying and upset about it and just like, I don't really want to be there. And so it's just like, it is it is possible that she is super sensitive about it. And he's been dealing with her feelings on it for however long and we couldn't see. And so I, I'll, I'll give him some credit or whatever, like that he snapped. But, it, but my thing is just like, he could have said what he said after, and mm-hmm. I think it would have had the same effect. And 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 you know, it would have been you was defending your wife without putting your hands on somebody. Like, so you know, what I mean, like my thing is always, or or my thing is always going to be like, if if you that tough dude, whatever, like be that tough dude all the time. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, I so yeah, it's just like. If you like that, if that's how you feel about it and all that type stuff, you know what I mean? I can respect it if, if that's who you are all the time. But, like, the fact that we all say ain't no way in the world he would have went up there and slapped Jeff Ross or uh, – because Jeff Ross, could he would be the type of dude who could be at that ceremony roasting folk. Yeah. And, if, and if Will Smith had went up there and slapped Jeff Ross over the same, you know, joke, uh, it, it, I guarantee – it wouldn't be as many people defending Will Smith as they are with this Chris Rock thing. Yeah, and and I I guess it's like you know like um, kid from Kid and Play was on a, a station I listened to, and he was talking about it because he knows both of them, and he was saying it just made him very sad because mm-hmm. he was like he he felt like he was like Will was so wrong to do that to Chris in front of all those people, and he's like you could you know him, he was like you could have pulled him. To the side, you could like you go and see him afterwards. You could confront if you really that upset about it. You could confront him at the parties, and he was just like, it just he was like, I hate seeing the black on black, 
And and that was the thing. Like, that's what I was like. And so, the, and the host tried to say something too. He was like, well, didn't Chris Rock start it with black on black? Because he's talking about a black woman. And, and he's like, bro, he was like, when I, he's like, yeah, when I, <laughs> he was like, when I want insight into the black culture, yes, you're the one I go to talk about the host. He's like, it's a difference. And it is a difference to me. It's like, it, there's a, there's violence. And then there's words, and that's like that's the thing. It, it's just like yes, it's too a wrong to extent, but that's the problem I had with it because I feel like at the end of the day, it's like they will look at Will Smith and they be like, it don't matter how much money you get these ends or these or how much yeah. prestige. Listen, at the end of the day, you still just the end, and like that's mm-hmm. that's where I was like, come on, bro, don't. It's incredible, like. To be a black man, for another person to slap you in your face, there is nothing more emasculating to me than being slapped in the face. And it's like, like that's emasculating. And that's why Chris Rock to me is a, a like, he's an all-time like superstar great to me now. Because it was like, the thought, he's like, he's like boy, he's like, I could have. Hmm? <laughs> like, I just know. If Chris Rock don't come out, like, I know he's about to go on tour with Kevin Hart. And I'm like, if that whole, like, tour is not dedicated to Napalm and Will Smith, I'm like, bro, you a better man than me because I'd be roast them. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think in this country we're all too sensitive? And I, because I I ask that because... As a black woman, I point out everything that's going wrong at my job. And there's not a lot going wrong, but I was telling Billy earlier that there is a man at my job who was hired at the same time as me. And I've gotten promotion, but he got promoted ahead of me. I was hired maybe, um, I was there maybe a month or so before him, but he got a promotion before I did. He got a higher profile client before I did. he makes more than I do. He told me, he said, Kenya, I get a lot of things because of my white privilege. Um, and he said, but if you ever say that to anybody, I will deny it. And I, Christina, I hope I'm not throwing you under the bus, but you said to me one time, you feel like Christians pick on, on gay people because they're gay. I sometimes feel like we're more sensitive to things because we are in that situation because I'm a black woman, because you are gay, you feel more sensitive to certain things. Billy, you talked about black men and how Will Smith shouldn't have slapped him because he's a black man and he's being emasculated. Do you think that we are sensitive to the things that we are? I I think so. I think that's a good, I do think that could be the case. Um, Because yeah, I I just, it's just, it's very frustrating to me though just for like they look at us a certain kind of way they look at us like as threats and they look at us as thugs and it's like to me like that's why i was very frustrated when i saw people say well, will smith is from west philly i'm like but come on he's not really doing he would not do that to a, a another west philly person and, and he's been a, rich and famous for like 40 years whatever yes. is, you know, yeah. Yeah. and the thing is you yeah. come you you look at it and you compare it to other things. People were up in arms, and I think I talked to you about this too, Billy. People were up in arms about Taraji P. Henson comparing Jesse Smollett 
to um, to uh, the Emmett Till Holocaust? story. And, and, uh, um, Emmett Till, yeah. And um, I was like, it's not the same thing with Jesse Smollett. But then I thought about it more. And I was like, well, the punishment doesn't ever fit the crime in this country. Those mm -hmm. men that murdered Emmett Till never got punished. But Jesse Smollett got um, punished for something that he did that was wrong. But the, and then I'm also gonna make one more point in that they call us savages and, and they're afraid of us, but they're the ones that tore people from their families. They're the ones that murdered a child over what was, so why are we the savages? Why are you afraid of black men? When you look at the Birth of a Nation movie, they tried to make black men look like they were criminals who were out to get their white woman, but they were the ones in the slave house mm -hmm. impregnating that black man's wife, and yeah. you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, that's just because they're trying to demonize us. Mm -hmm. So that anything that they can to try to demonize us, that's what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. It makes so my now, and, that means, and, if, and that means lying, then so be it. It's, it's, as long as the as long as the message gets across that black men are dangerous, mm -hmm. and that's all they care about, you know they don't care about the consequences. They don't mm -hmm. care. I know three black men on this this uh, podcast, and I kicked the crap out of them. And I'm not scared of none of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I said like to to your your original question, like, are we too sensitive? Um, I, I don't know if it's like too sensitive or it's just like. You know, we as marginal as a marginalized class, you know, and um, as as uh, racial minorities, and Christina as a, um, a gay person, it's like, you know, white people or, or sisters or hetero or whatever, like that we and they or they have the privilege of like, you know, I can just live my life or whatever and take mm -hmm. things as they come. Like I, I went out to. Um, uh, dinner with like a, a few of my law school friends, you know, all white at this restaurant that was newly opened <clears throat> and the service was bad. And it's like, you know what I mean? And, and so like, they looked at it as, oh, well, this is a new restaurant. They struggle in this, that, whatever. But I had the question like, is this because I'm black? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and so that's the thing, like white people and, and even straight people in certain situations or whatever, like you don't have to think about, or, or you know, like, they don't have to think about is are they doing this to me because of who I am? They're just like, oh, I can look at this bad service and be like, it's just yeah. bad service. But we as black people and Christina as a gay person, in certain situations, I imagine you have to ask, are, are people treating me this way because of who I am? Or is this like, you know what I mean? So that kind of thing mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, you could be, people could be sensitive, but at the same time, like this systemic racism and, and white supremacy or whatever runs so deep that it's like, Mm. You know, what I mean, I, I guess it's unconscious to some degree. Like, yeah, some people may not be like, bias. yeah, like some people might not specifically be on some, you know, I'm going to treat these black people or these gay people bad because of that. But they could just be like, these black people and gay people ain't on my level. So I don't give a crap. You know what I mean? Mm. But, uh, so it's, it's it, like there are some things where it's like, yeah, people are being too sensitive. But but at the same time, um this white supremacy, man, it runs deep in like everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I also feel like we're just kind of getting to a point where, yeah, and in some instances I would say I think we are getting a little too sensitive, but I also think we're getting to a point where, you know, we're like enough is enough. 
There's mm-hmm. just certain things that should not be, you should not make a joke of, you know, and I, I hate to bring his name up, but like Trump making fun of that disabled person. It should never be okay to, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to make fun of someone who's disabled. It should never be okay to make fun of someone who has a medical condition. It should never be okay to make fun of somebody's children. Like there should, should be some things that are yeah. just not acceptable to any, and that means fat jokes too, you know, because unfortunately those jokes, whether it's fat, whatever, they have consequences. And mm-hmm. I think now we're at that point now where people are just like, what can we do as a society to be better? Mm-hmm. No one should be making fun of someone's weight. You don't know someone's history, their medical condition or whatever for you to grant, to give you permission to talk about somebody. So, so why are you? And people are, and not, they're not just mean, they're like vicious. I've seen some of the comments that they made about people's weight and even, even to people who are not, you know, big, who are not obese or, or not fat, whatever. I hate saying those words, but, and I, but you know, people, they, you know, they'll kill themselves. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think that's years, what we're, I they think made fun of um, that woman who's not at all fat. She's a dancer, the, the, the Hispanic JLo. I was like, yeah. why are they calling that lady fat? She's not fat. <laughs> And people and made she's, fun of her for years. Yeah. When um Rosie Perez, she had gained some weight. You know, they were calling her fat. Like they call people fat that they that really aren't are not really fat. You I mean like they're like a size negative four. They're not fat. But what my point is is just I think we're just getting to a point where like we have to be more, you know, we do have there's a fine line being joking around about people's it's a fine line between jokes and there's a fine line between hurting people's feelings. What is that line? I think we're still figuring that out, but um, I just think making jokes about someone's, you know, appearance is just, especially with a medical condition, I should say, it should never be okay. And I think that was why he got upset. You know what I mean? Because she wasn't happy uh, about that. I, I, I just feel like you can, you can, I understand your point and I, I agree to an extent, but I just feel like we have to be very careful in terms of, we do, of like, we do, like, we do. I guess it's like the, the problem I have is more so the justification of what happened. <laughs> People just justifying it. Like, well, well, yeah, yeah that's the thing. I, that's, I, I say all that. However, it still doesn't justify someone getting on stage and putting their hands on somebody yeah. like regard and i think again that's why i said earlier i said i think across the board you know there's the vast majority of people think he should not put his hands on him and he shouldn't have put his hands on him he could have taken him to the side like i think we, mm-hmm. we said that i'm just saying we're just talking about like if we're yeah. going to be too sensitive and my thing is i don't know i do know that some of the comments that people that i've seen on social media that people are making on other people it is ridiculous it is so it crosses the line i've seen people make comments about people's children calling that child ugly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm i never given birth but i'll be damned if i would ever go Mm -hmm. on social media and say someone's child is ugly but that's where we've gotten we've gotten to the point where like there's like 
I don't know. I think you and I had talked about this before about there's got to be like some set rules or something yeah. like you don't you don't go after people's children. You don't go after people's medical conditions. Like just don't cross the line. Like you joke about other stuff. You know, his, his movie was wiggity whack or whatever. Just don't talk about anybody's medical condition because it's just not cool. That's going to do it for the Zero to 100 podcast. Big shout out of thanks uh, to my sister Kenya, my brothers Corey and Ricky, and my good friend Christina for joining me. And uh, at this time, I am going to get into uh, the aftermath of all that is taking place. So actually that Friday of that week, Will Smith came out and uh, resigned uh, from the Academy, um, the film, you know, the film Academy uh, in, in terms of that. And what that all means is that, like, I guess, he, you know, like he can't vote on um, the Oscar nominations uh, at this point. Um, he is still right now keeping his his oscar and um <clears throat> i don't think that there should be any more discipline in that regard he did apologize i didn't have the the full apology actually at that time when i shared it um like my thoughts on the apology actually still kind of stand in terms of he i think it would have been better if he didn't throw the excuse in there um but like my overall feeling on it, like my initial reaction to it, as you can see, was like one like shock and kind of like I lost a lot of respect for this dude. But as somebody who's had like temper problems and, and flown off the like you know the handle and lost it at times, um, when somebody's done something and, it, and it's been over minor things at times, and just like you know, he, he got mad off of a, a minor joke, uh, and, and and so I get it from that standpoint. Um, and so my my mindset, I haven't changed my position in him being wrong for it. Like I said, it was more, I feel more understanding of what he did. It's just the initial justification of it by other people, I think, is what I have more or mostly a problem with. And I don't think this should define who he is or define his entire career because he lost his mind in one brief moment. And I know that when you have one brief moment, you can lose a lot. Um, you know, there are people who are not rich who make mistakes in one brief moment and then they lose everything. So, uh, you know, he had a movie, I think, being developed on Netflix and then they canceled that. And people are trying to equate it to, oh, it's because of that. Well, the reality is the director they originally had for it uh, dropped out. I think the movie was called Fast and Loose. And um, the director was like David Leitch or Lich. I think it's the same guy that did like the John Wick movies or something. Um, but he dropped out and then they didn't have a director. And then this happened. At, and it probably did play into the, oh, let's just hold off on it. But I think it was it wasn't strictly because of what will smith did and this dude is gonna be okay like he is still he's still rich he still got his oscar and once the heat dies down it'll probably have like a red table talk or something or he'll go on some talk show and they'll make jokes about it and he'll he'll be fine like anybody crying for will smith because this dude will be okay he's not gonna lose his entire uh, you know, career over this one thing. At least I, I would hope not, because um, like my overall feelings on it have slightly changed. Where I, I feel more just disappointed and sad overall, because it's just it took away from so many people. And, and I will stay commending Chris Rock because that dude really handled himself on a level of professionalism that I can't even imagine. 
but <clears throat> excuse me um that's gonna do it for this episode like i said the next episode is gonna be the full review our full review of the batman i know that movie's been out for a while but still it's i have to share my thoughts i have to share my thoughts on it because it shocked me at how much i enjoyed it uh and so i look forward to sharing that uh more zero to 100 is coming i've already got the episodes in mind and already working on them uh so that I will be like I felt like last season, season three, I was it was more consistent, but there was also like really long stretches in between episodes. And I'm not like I'm not saying I'm gonna do it like where I have long stretches. There like there won't be any long stretches in between. There probably still will be, but I will definitely try to get them out a little bit more consistently, uh, and like at least a week in between. Like I try to give it like at least a week in between so people get a chance to listen to certain episodes and i'll have to put another one right out so next episode i since i already have it recorded i will probably try to get it out by the end of this week uh, as opposed to like waiting until next monday to put this episode out um so but again if you want to join the conversation let me know your thoughts email the show at zero to 100 pod at gmail.com that's the number zero t-o the number 100 uh, pod at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at WCW Poet. Probably gonna be a lot of Cowboys coming up, especially uh, with the draft approaching. And look, free agency for the Cowboys was what it always has been now that Stephen Jones and Will McClay pretty much run it. Like, you're not gonna see the Cowboys making huge mega deals for like Deion Sanders or. Terrell Owens or big name people like that and I don't even expect that anymore like I really don't you know one of the big names out there was uh, Bobby Wagner and everyone's oh it's perfect fit and this and that but the Cowboys don't like to spend money in free agency and so I've accepted that and I and once you accept that you're not disappointed when you see these big name free agents go other places like especially when you hear the price that they get you like you already tell yourself, oh, well, the Cowboys weren't going to do that. And it's it's a little frustrating because you see what the Rams did and they won the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying I want the Cowboys to get rid of all their draft picks because they're actually pretty good at drafting now that Will McClay is is taking over. Uh, like that part of the team, I think he, they do a good job of drafting. But sometimes I do wish they would just make a move, just make one big move or something. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that for later episodes once I have some fellow Cowboy fans on it and talk. But uh, hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoy the future ones. And let me know what you think. Uh, again, this has been the Zero to 100 Podcast. We out. <laughs>